Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.com. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is part three in the series Link to Militant Protests and Riots in K-12 Education, Activist Recruitment at Age Nine. I didn't believe it until I saw it, but there was actually a social justice summer camp. And that was last summer that the summer camp was held. And I'm sure they'd love to have another one this summer, but it might not happen in the Portland area because of the lockdown. But let me read to you how they promote their summer camp. Budding Roses is a volunteer-run collective of educators, students, and activists who provide free social justice summer camps and year-round workshops for Portland area youth in 4th through 8th grade. Their camp philosophy is to provide a free, safe, and encouraging space for youth to learn, express themselves, and engage critically with the issues that they encounter individuals and as a group. We strive to help them cultivate the necessary tools to be active members of our communities through experiences of collective decision-making and democratic education. At camp, youth of all ages play a leadership role alongside adult counselors and make collective decisions about the activities and format of the day. Each day opening and closing assemblies provide a space for youth and counselors to democratically plan activities for the day resolve conflicts, and build interpersonal leadership skills. The daily activities include a combination of community-building activities, discussions on social justice topics, interactive workshops, movies, arts, games, and free time. Workshops and discussions are often held in collaboration with local artists and community organizations. In the past two summers, we have worked with Burgerville Workers' Union, Critical Resistance PDX, the Transformative Lenses Collective, and Deep Underground. In our work, we strive to be a resource for both campers and their families and the broader community. With funding from the Black Rose Anarchist Federation, an online fundraising campaign, and in-kind donations of space, supplies, services, we were able to offer two hot meals a day, school supplies, and a back-to-school haircut for youth last summer. In addition to this, we hope that with the skills, ideas, and support found at Budding Roses, each camper is empowered to make a lasting positive change in their community. And guess what? Budding Roses was selected for a 2018 Spirit of Portland Award as Nonprofit Initiative of the Year. On a side note, 
The DSA, or Democratic Socialists of America, in Portland has announced that they will challenge Democrat legislators in the next year's primary over an unwillingness to go far enough left for their tastes. Mind you, Portland Democrats tilt to the left of Trotsky, so this will shape up as a battle royale to rival the craziest stuff advocated by AOC or others. Well, we're in a war for the soul of our culture, and the Marxist revolutionaries are now reaching into our elementary schools to recruit ever younger comrades to the front lines. Hat tip to Jeff Reynolds for bringing that to my attention. It kind of seems like they're bribing the kids and their families with free haircut and two meals a day, you think? I mentioned previously that Advocates for Youth, a Planned Parenthood organization, is very interested in creating militant activists out of our kids. I'm on their email list, so I wanted to share a couple of the most recent newsletters that just came in. This is what they say. Apply to be a youth activist by July 1st. They boast that they are young, powerful, oh, and taking over. Advocates for Youth recruit kids between the ages of 14 and 24. They say, the last few weeks have been heart-wrenching and painful, infuriating and horrifying, but they've also been powerful and uniting. Emotional and hopeful, an unprecedented groundswell of people are coming together to confront white supremacy and envision a more just world. You notice that? They use the word world. Young people are leading the fight, and people in power are taking notice. At Advocates for Youth, we have trained thousands of young activists over the years in core skills everyone needs to launch and sustain a campaign. And so we saw our youth activists leading marches in Columbus, shaming lawmakers in Las Vegas, coordinating policy demands in Minneapolis, and providing aid to protesters in D.C. We see you, we support you, and we're out in the streets with you, and we're honored to work alongside you. So with that in mind, we're extending the deadline to apply to be one of our youth activists until July 1st. Be sure to look through our many programs and plan to set aside time to fill out the application soon. They go on to describe their many programs. For 40 years, Advocates for Youth has championed youth activism, fighting for young people's rights, to bodily autonomy, sexual health equity, LGBTQ health and rights, and racial and social justice. We are committed to working with youth activists to overturn systems of oppression and racial injustice and to combating the white supremacy that promotes these systems. Say what? I thought advocates for youth was established to defend young people's rights to access contraception. After all, it was organized by Planned Parenthood. But this shows me that they are all about white supremacy, racial injustice, systems of oppression. Hmm. Now we know who is promoting revolutionary tactics 
of young people today. These are some of the groups that they feature in their list of programs for kids to join. Our young woman, and that's spelled W-O-M-X-N, of color for Reproductive Justice Leadership Council. They will continue their work to ensure every person's right to choose when, if, and how to parent and raise their families in safe communities, free from police violence and white supremacy. The Young Women of Color for Reproductive Leadership Council is a group of 14 to 24-year-old young women of color from across the country who will work to educate, mobilize, and amplify issues impacting their community and ensure access to their full reproductive rights and sexual health education. They also have engaging communities around HIV organizing, or ECHO. Leaders will continue to fight to end HIV, criminalization, and destigmatize living with HIV. They have youth resource, that's all one word, youth resource. Youth activists and leaders will still focus on supporting LGBTQ youth of color, including in their fight against transphobia and police brutality. Youth Resource is a year-long development and leadership program designed by and for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and questioning youth of color. YR leaders will be provided with personal, professional, and political development to enhance their leadership skills. Know Your IX youth activist leaders will continue their efforts to end gender-based violence without involving police or prisons. Hmm, violence without prisons or police. Abortion Out Loud. These activists will fight the criminalization of abortion, champion young people's rights, and drive access to abortion care in their communities. So Abortion Out Loud, formerly the One in Three campaign, harnesses the power of storytelling, grassroots organizing, leadership development, and policy advocacy to end abortion stigma and strengthen support for young people's access to abortion. Activists leading the Abortion Out Loud project in their community host abortion speakouts, lead public education campaigns, and work with campus and local officials to strengthen young people's access to abortion services. Then we have the Muslim Youth Leadership Council, which will continue to support LGBTQ Muslims and their allies, combat anti-blackness within the Muslim community, and work to dismantle state surveillance system that police disproportionately use against them. The D.C.-based International Youth Leadership Council will continue to fight gender inequality, sexual health inequities, and the criminalization of LGBTQ people around the globe. Student organizers will continue advocating for better on-campus policies, including fighting for their schools to end contracts with local police. The student organizing team is a cohort of rad students from across the country that lead the fight to make material improvements in students' lives. Members of our student organizing team run strategic issues-based campaigns across one or more of the following issues. Racial justice, reproductive justice, LGBTQ rights, workers' rights, survivors' rights, and more. In this program, 
students have organized successfully for free condom and menstrual cycle hygiene dispensers on campus, gender-neutral housing and restrooms at their schools, defeat of campus carry anti-trans bathroom, abortion parental consent bills, restorative justice policies in K-12 schools across their state, dismissal of violent campus police officers following police brutality, Advocates for Youth provides all student organizers with organizing and media training, ongoing technical support, and a stipend for each semester. That's money, $350 a semester, total $700 a year. Preference will be given to applicants who are associated with a student group and or local community organization attending our upcoming virtual youth Activist Institute on September 10th through 14th, 2020, is mandatory. Specific responsibilities include organizing a campaign for change at your school and or community, participating in monthly one-on-one check-ins with Advocates for Youth staff, participating in Advocate for Youth national campaign requirements, be based in the U.S. at a high school, trade school, college or university, and between the ages of 14 to 24, you have to be able to attend and fully participate in the Virtual Activist Institute on September 10th through the 14th and commitment to organizing a campaign for change at your school and or in your community. As always, we believe young people can and should lead. So our chosen cohorts will help inform what kind of work we do over the next year. And we hope by extending the application deadline, we'll bring in some new activists to this intersectional work to help build the just world we all envision. So if you or someone you know wants to be one of the 130 youth activists aged 14 to 24 who who receive training, support, and stipends organized for sexual health and reproductive justice in your community, review our programs here and begin to put together your application. So let's take a little breather here and analyze what this organization is doing. Public schools are facilitating the recruitment of students into these militant political groups. Comprehensive sexuality education, including social-emotional learning curriculums, encourage students to access Advocates for Youth and other websites. I want you to understand just what this organization is doing. Recruiting young people in middle and high schools to protest for bogus rights. These are not actual rights we have as citizens of the United States. We just simply don't. Okay, this is what they want. They want free condoms and tampons. They want transgender bathrooms. They want restorative justice. And they want no police. Restorative justice, an element of social-emotional learning, empowers students to resolve conflicts on their own and in small groups. And it's a growing practice at schools across the country. Essentially, the idea is to bring students together in peer-mediated small groups to talk, 
ask questions, and air their grievances. They are literally making up so-called rights, like sexual health equity. That is actually not a right. LGBTQ health and racial and social justice. Notice how they threw in oppression. There is no doubt that the leaders are falsely leading them down a path inspired by critical race theory and Marxist principles, leading only to disappointment and economic failure. So much for young, powerful, and taking over. This theme of youth leading has permeated the public schools as they strive to include student input in everything from sexuality to history. A common term that they use is by students for students. They are asked to participate in school board meetings and as legislative appointees making decisions impacting their fellow students all the while influenced by far-left ideals. These are students, minors, who can't even vote or rent a car, and they probably don't pay taxes either. If you're still not convinced that we've got a problem here, I have one last piece of information I wanted to share with you. Uh, it's something that we posted on our Facebook page, and it reached um, almost 5,000 people. was shared by 88, and um, it's pretty compelling. So here goes. This is another email from Advocates for Youth. It says, people across the country are rising up to fight white supremacy. Some are activists we've trained. Some are incredible in their own right, and some are brand new. So Advocates for Youth is hosting a series of trainings for protesters, community members, organizers, activists, and allies who are mobilizing around the country. And if that's you, follow the links below to register for one or both of our trainings this week. You can also forward this email to someone you know or someone who works with young people who'd be interested the first training is jail support training featuring Brea Johnson from BYP 100 and Rhea Thompson of the National Lawyers Guild. Learn how to support protesters who are jailed during protests at their arraignment and after their release. Note, we ask for the year... You were born so we can keep track of how old our participants are since we primarily serve youth ages 14 to 24. Another training opportunity is Protester Training Direct Action 101. That was held June 18th and sponsored by Advocates for Youth, led by Noor Mir of DC Action Lab. It says if you're interested in attending protests, but want to know how to launch your own direct actions to fight for justice, attend this free training on Zoom. Register below. We don't want to give anybody the impression that parents' rights in education is not in favor of teaching students to be leaders. The question is, what are they being led to do? I'm Suzanne Gallagher.
please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit. Featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. The date is Saturday, October 3rd, Shiloh Inn, Portland, Oregon Airport. Check out events on our website. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax-deductible, non-profit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. See you next time to learn more about parents' rights now.